If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's 100% free. There's a bunch of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone, computer, or iPad. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in just one place. And most importantly, it's so simple. So if you're really interested in having your own podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. Hello, 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 everyone. It's your host, Nikkel, and welcome to another episode of TRP Recovery. Today, I'm so excited to bring on a very, very special guest, my bestest, bestest friend, Asia Brown, also known as at the Prissy One Dishes on Instagram. And today we're going to be talking about a subject that I feel a lot of women really, really go through, and that is the singleness journey and getting to a point of self-love and self-worth. And oftentimes the narrative around that is by doing all of this, the reward will be a relationship. But today we want to talk about how the reward is honestly yourself. It's about learning to love yourself, knowing the good and the bad and accepting yourself for the beautiful person that you are. So you definitely don't want to miss out on this one. So I hope you have some hot tea next to you. Sit back, relax, and let's get started. Hello, my love. How are you? Hello, darling. I'm <laughs> fine. How are you? <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for us to start this episode today. I think there are just Thank so you. many. Yeah, there's so many people who are just... Um, there are a lot of mixed emotions around like, you know, Valentine's Day and like the whole month of February, you know, right. for both of us, we've been like on a self-love and like singleness journey and we've seen yes. each other grow and the growth has been so astronomical, really. Like the person that I am yes. in comparison to where I was is different. And I could say the same thing for you. Yes. But same here. <laughs> so why don't we get started on the first question so what does self-love mean to you and how did you come to this discovery okay um self-love to me is being able to sit comfortably with yourself you're bad you're good um self-love is having boundaries telling people no without reason um Self-love is being able to go places by yourself happily and enjoying your own company. Um, so last month I did like a staycation to the city, yeah. you know, yes, it was amazing. Like I've never um, stayed at a hotel by myself. So it was just very enriching just to go in there, check in by myself, you know, get situated by myself. I ordered me a nice steak dinner and I had like a bubble bath. I brought myself flowers. Like it was just everything. Like I just genuinely enjoyed myself. I loved it. 
Oh, that's and, so beautiful. I love that. Yes, thank you. Um, so how did I discover mm-hmm. self-love? Um, let's see. Um, I basically got tired of being tired, you know? <laughs> that's how it always starts with us. <laughs> right. So um, I, you know, I broke up with my um ex-fiance and also like also around that time also I was having issues with work also so I was just like in a very deep emotional state so um you know I spent months in isolation I stayed in my room I did not answer my phone you know I didn't want to go anywhere I would just nap you know I was just crying my emotions out, you know, and it took me like a good couple of months, you know, being in that state to get myself together. So I basically, you know, just had this moment one morning. I'm like, girl, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? Like, it's time to get up, you know, you need to get up, you need to go get your hair Mm -hmm. done, you know, fix yourself Mm -hmm. up, you need to like, Go back into a routine, you know, make your morning coffee, your smoothies, you know, listen to a podcast in the morning just to like get myself, you know, in that spirit again. And, you know, podcast has really helped me to um, come into the journey of self-love. And I also joined this um, Facebook group called um, the goddesses or something like that. And that also helped me a lot with my um, self-love journey. Can I stop you there and ask you mm-hmm. like, um, what, what is it about like having a community of people going through the same thing that really helped to heal you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, it's just good to see other people in the same situation as you. We're all basically trying to figure things out and you know you see one person coming from this point of state and then going up to their their leveling up that encourage you to level up as well you know yeah oh that's so good yes. <laughs> I love that so what is it about the relationships that looking back now you could say were red flags but because you weren't at this amazing like point where you are now on like self-love and self-worth you just kind of like didn't know if they were red flags or even if you did like you just kind of had the rose-colored glasses and didn't really have like the strength to be like no I'm not going to tolerate this so um I had this conversation with like one of my other close friends Nadia and we basically came to a conclusion like you're not ready to date and so you could be alone and not feel lonely. Oh, and like crazy. the thought of loneliness just impairs your judgment and causes you to mm-hmm. stick around in situations mm-hmm. that don't serve you. So mm-hmm. uh, wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like the red flags oh, are excuses, you know, as as people mm-hmm. say, if he wanted to. He will, you know, mm-hmm. or, um, or if they'll say like, oh, um, 
I'm just trying to focus on myself and being okay, you leave them alone. And then now they're blowing your phone up. I'm like, okay, but what happened to you focusing mm-hmm. on yourself? You know? Yeah, it's like a boomerang right. thing. I'm like, no, sorry, don't work that way. Yeah. And another thing is like, um, you know, them allowing you to spend your money while they reap the benefits and then they continue to gaslight mm-hmm. you. But, you know, that comes mm-hmm. with self-love. If you love yourself, you will not put yourself in that situation. So that's where mm-hmm. the um, you your judgment being impaired comes in place. Yeah, that's so good because during your self-love mm-hmm. journey, you're able to, like, establish, like, the values that you really, really right. want in a relationship. And then... From there, you build your standards. And if the guy isn't capable of doing it, you're much more comfortable just letting him go and moving on Definitely. to the next. Boundaries. These are boundaries. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Boundaries. We have a whole other episode on that <laughs> that we're going to try and do because that, that's a whole other topic in itself. Yeah, definitely. So what are some other things like You've had like um, the opportunity to have some relationships that were long distance at one point. So what were like the pros and cons of that? Like, what did you learn from those experiences? So unfortunately, I was a serial long distance relationship dater. <laughs> it was the accents for me. <laughs> um, yeah. What can I say? So my... Um, my love language is intimacy and contact. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what damaged, you know, the long distance relationships for me because, mm-hmm. um, you know, especially like living in America, you only have a set amount of vacation days, 10 vacation days. Yeah. Or so, you know, so mm-hmm. how many trips are you going to get out of 10 vacation days, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yeah, no, that's good. Right. And then the thing is with my um ex-fiance, he um had a, a Cameroon passport. So he tried to apply for a visa here and was mm-hmm. denied. So it was on me just to travel. So oh. 10 days, you know, 10 that's days. Not out of 365. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would recommend like if your love language is, you know, touch and being in contact with your significant other, then long distance relationship isn't for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm like thankful of that experience because I got to visit many different countries, you know. I love that you were able to see in that experience, Mm -hmm. what, like you discovered, like what your love language is and what you really need for a relationship to thrive for you. Right. And then despite it not ending in the way you wanted, you were still able to like take away a positive. And that's an indication of somebody who is fully healed. Yeah. Like when you're able to like, also look into like, there are like some positives or here's what I learned about myself. That's Mm -hmm. when you know, like you're leveling up girl. I agree. That's a good point. Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. So like another thing that we've talked about is like family dynamics and how that can also influence 
the the health of your relationship. So I think we've all heard about like, you know, those instances where you, even if you find like the right person, sometimes you might have issues with family and that could put such a damper. So like, did you have any of that in your relationships as well? Um, again, my ex fiance, there was plenty of problems with his family. So he's from Cameroon and a lot of the input came from his elders, his elders being his mom, his grandma, his dad. And, you know, that took a toll on him in our relationship. He'll be like, oh, they said this and that. And, you know, I don't know about like, it just took a toll on us. Mm -hmm. At one point, one thing that really got to me is um, I was really sick. Like I was really sick and I was in France and I slept until nine o'clock and already, you know, there's a six hour time difference. So back Mm -hmm. home, it's like three, three a.m. And I wake up at nine and his grandmother comes and says, oh, um, she's going to sleep through the marriage. Mm -hmm. She should be in the kitchen cooking breakfast. Mm -hmm. And here Mm -hmm. he comes oh, get up, get up, get up. You know, mm-hmm. she's saying that you supposed to be in the kitchen. I'm like, first, I'm sick. <laughs> I can't breathe out of my nose. You know, yeah. I'm that lag, you know, oh there we go. Self-love. So oh I, I like the self-love and, you know, yeah. I couldn't stand up for myself at that time. But, and this like, example it brings such a good point about boundaries like that's our favorite word today boundaries like (laughs) not just for yourself but also for this individual and it's hard like when you like because like I'm Haitian and so like culturally like there's a lot of um like admirance for your elders and respecting them and that's absolutely necessary but it gets to a point where sometimes their input can honestly like put a damper on relationships if like the guy in the situation doesn't know like hey guys I love you but this is the woman that I love and I want to be with so while I appreciate your advice and I appreciate like your concern you can't talk to her this way or you can't you know do this x y and z to her because that's I'm not going to tolerate that so if you don't have a man who's like he knows what he wants and that person is you and that he's willing to fight for it Mm -hmm. it's gonna it's gonna put you through so much and that comes with confidence and there are a lot of men who unfortunately don't have the confidence to be able to stand up to you know their family in these situations so definitely I agree entirely and also this again comes in place when we talk about um like you're not ready to date until mm-hmm. you could be alone. So the thought of loneliness impairs with judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, my judgment was impaired. I stuck around yeah. for someone who who cared. I mean, it's a, it's all right. You can care about what your family has to say, but you need to set boundaries mm-hmm. between them and your relationship. You know, absolutely. I agree, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. So. When you look back at your growth journey, is there anything that, you know, that you would take back 
So like, what are some moments during like the growth journey? Like if you could like rewind the clock, what are some moments like, okay, this is the point where I should have done X, Y, and Z. Give me one example. Okay. A moment I would take back is fighting for something that's not worth fighting for. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And you know, you shouldn't have to fight for anything to have it. it's supposed to be flawless you know oh your person God. is supposed to, you're just supposed to be in sync with your person there's no reason to be fighting for it you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah that you bring up a great point because I think like especially like in our community sometimes like there's this idea that you have to suffer through before yeah. you get to like the good part and like, yeah, you know, relationships, you're always going to go through like your ups and downs, but it should never be like a down point where it starts to impact like your sense of like self-esteem or self-worth. It's like at that point, you're just like bordering like toxicity, essentially, Uh you know? So I think that's such a great point that you made. Like, it's not, it shouldn't be that hard where you have to like constantly fight for it. Exactly. Like, why should you suffer? Either two adults who mutually agreed that they have feelings for each other that are coming together. Like, why are you fighting? Mm-hmm. Uh, the wisdom today, Asia, I can't. <laughs> so what are three tips that you would give your younger self about dating and self-love? Like, if you could see like, uh, like 18, 20 year old Asia, what would you tell her with everything that you've learned now? Okay. Number one, well, this isn't the number one, but girl, <laughs> I miss your body. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So number one, <laughs> number one, um, rejection is protection. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know a lot of females, you know, 18, 19, you, you think since you, you're not with this person, mm-hmm. it's the end of the world. Oh, That's not the case. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> That's girl. not the case. <laughs> like God protected you. He protected mm-hmm. you. That rejection is for your protection. Okay? Hey, one more time for the people in the back, girl. Your rejection, that rejection is for your protection. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I'm not going to interrupt. What's the second one? (laughs) Okay. So number two is what doesn't serve you, let it go. And that comes in every aspect in your life. Uh, I can't. Asia, like you're killing me today. (laughs) All right. So number three, I would say... um, Date more than one person at a time because, mm-hmm. especially at that age, mm-hmm. you know, people mm-hmm. are still figuring out themselves. So don't put all your eggs in one basket because when that goes south, and now look at you, you know, <laughs> you're in this um, depressive state or you're just sliding down, you know. Girl, like my head hurts so much. It's just like all this knowledge. It's like, uh-huh. Uh, it's so good. I I love that so much because like 
depending on like, what circles you're in, but like all women face this idea that you're not supposed to, you know, like date around. Right. And, like, obviously, like it varies from person to person, but how are you supposed to know what you want, what you're willing to work with, what you're not willing to tolerate? If you just stick to this one individual, this one person. Now you could like, I think the distinction is you could have a relationship with one person at a time. I think that yes. people, because mm-hmm. the idea of like dating and like courtship, for example, are like two different things. Like yes, dating, you are trying to like get to know the person. You're essentially like friends, like complete friend zone at that point. Like mm-hmm. I'm just trying to determine, like we're attracted to each other, but we're trying to determine like, outside of that what connects us and only if and when we both agree to it then we can phase into the relationship part but during that portion you're allowed to kind of like go and date other people right I think sometimes also the the downfall could be like communication because Mm -hmm. everyone has different expectations in the dating phase so do you like I guess it depends on the person. Like, do you communicate and say like, Hey, like, I know, like we've been talking for some time, but, um, I'm also like, you know, I'm still dating, you know, I'm seeing other people. Is this something that you're okay with? And if not, does this mean you want to go forward with something more serious or do you want a relationship? Like, how is this supposed to go? Because you can also Um, agree during that portion, like, you know, if we're going to date like, and try to know each other, like, I just want it to be like you and I, like, what about you? I'm honestly team. That's none of your business. <laughs> so if I'm dating other people, that's mm-hmm. not your business. Worry about yourself until you make it <laughs> official. Until you say, okay, let's be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. All right. I got you. I got yeah. you. Like I said, and you know, mm-hmm. go ahead. And you know, um, while you're in the friend zone state, the signs to just let go all your other options. Mm-hmm. This is how situationships come in place, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're just going with the flow, but you're not mm-hmm. happy because you guys haven't established anything. So this is why it's important to date multiple people at mm-hmm. one time. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that yeah. a lot. Because you, you make a great point because here you are like waiting for someone and then mm-hmm. in, in actuality, it's not really going anywhere. So I, I think like, like our agreement is kind of like communication. Like once right. like there's communication, like, hey, like, I'm really interested in you. Let's date exclusively. Then we can actually. Like, because also know. like while you're waiting, you're getting more feelings. You're getting more mm-hmm. attached to that person. Mm-hmm. And then now you're, you're opening a whole nother Pandora's box of mm-hmm. I things like, I, that you don't want. <laughs> yeah. I got you. That's really good. I like that, though. Thank you. You're welcome. So what is one thing you want the younger generation to take away from our talk today? Don't accept the bare minimum from anyone, whether it be your friend, whether it be your companion, whether it be your job, or whether it be you going to a luxury store and them treating you, you know, less than. Mm-hmm. No, don't accept the bare minimum from anyone. I absolutely love this, Asia. Thank you so much. Like, this You're was welcome. so amazing. And like, 
what I love about our friendship is that like we hold each other accountable and like these are things like we tell each other all the time. And so I hope that folks who are listening today, like they seek that kind of authenticity in, in like their inner circles of friendship because yeah. it's like the people around you who could help you through these things, you know? You definitely need a friend that would tell you about yourself, not someone who's going to go with the flow. Like, mm-hmm. you need someone to tell you, like, okay, girl, you know, it's your fault. You, mm-hmm. You're doing this to you, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it comes out of love. You know, that's all it is. Sometimes, like, if you're not in the right headspace, like, people will take it the wrong way. But the people who really love you, they're not just going to let you act any which way. So mm-hmm. I love that. So our last thing is a exercise that I always do for my guests. And so essentially I want you to close your eyes mm-hmm. and envision yourself in a place where you feel the utmost peace. It could be on the beach. It could be in a luxury suite in Paris. It could be in the mountains in Switzerland, wherever you Ooh. want to be. <laughs> mm-hmm. And during this exercise or when wherever you are I should say you're sipping your favorite cup of tea wine whatever it is that you like mm-hmm. and so as you're doing this you're thinking back on all of the experiences that you've had in life the good and the bad and you're just at a great place of acceptance and gratitude so With that being said, what is one quote, be it like scripture or from like your favorite poet, author, whatever it is, that kind of encompasses all of the feelings that you have and that gets you through the day and that's helped to bring you up to that point? So um, my favorite saying is c'est la vie and Mm -hmm. that's French for um, basically saying that's life or such is life. Mm-hmm. and for me that means it's like things happen but that shouldn't define you your or your next step you know that's so good that's life. yeah <laughs> that is so good that is a really good one and I feel like it's so underrated because like people hear it so often but like with that explanation I love how you how you did that thank you you're welcome boo Thanks so much. And for everyone listening, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. You can listen to us on our website, www.trprecovery.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. And don't forget to tune in next week for another episode. And I'll be announcing what that is on our Instagram. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining us today.